0: mastering communication in your relationship hey legends welcome back to the kings of legacy show if this is our first time meeting my name is rich james jackson if you've been here before welcome back you absolute living legend thanks for being here again I appreciate your time. As always on this show, we fuck small talk and we dive straight into the good stuff. So chances are that you're listening to this show because at some point the communication in your current or previous relationship has either become slightly disconnected, maybe fully broken down, or it continually to, it continually escalates upwards into a tangled hot mess. And probably not the kind of tangled hot mess that you want, but a bunch. Well, hey, little pun for you there hope that's cracked a smile on your face. Um, But let's be real here for a minute. Building great communication is important, but maintaining great communication is the real gold. It's absolutely essential for strong relationships, and especially in the context of what we're talking about today, in the context of family and marriage. Shortly, I'll share some things that I've successfully introduced in my own relationship, and also a little story about one of our clients who's been having a a few major aha moments um, through these last few months. So now let's get to the heart of why communication is the bedrock for any thriving relationship. It's not just about talking or sharing the day-to-day. Communication is about opening up, showing vulnerability, and truly letting someone else see the world through your own eyes. It's how we build understanding, how we build empathy, and that deep, unshakable connection with our partners. Think of it this way: every time you genuinely share your thoughts and feelings, you're inviting your partner into your world. It's like say, it's like um, it's like saying, "Hey, this is me. This is what I'm about." And when they do the same, you're not just two separate people. You're not just two people living together. You you become two people deeply connected by sharing an understanding of each other's worlds. This level of communication is what turns a good relationship into an incredible one. It's the difference between just passing each other by and truly walking together side by side. And trust me legends, when you get this right, it changes everything. It's the magic ingredient that can transform any relationship from struggling to flourishing. So as we dive deeper into today's episode, keep this in mind. Great communication isn't just about avoiding misunderstandings or resolving conflicts. It's about building a bridge between our hearts and our minds, fostering a connection that's both empowering and enduring as well. And that, my friends, is what makes all the difference in today's world. Let's tackle some of the common tripwires in what we can and the common trip wise in what can be like a, a little bit of a minefield in couples communication. First up, assumptions. The silent killers of clarity. You know the drill. You think you've got your pan all figured out, right? Oh, she makes me mad because I, Oh, no, sorry. Oh, oh, she's mad at me because I forgot to take the bins out again. Or she's quiet with me because I was late home and it didn't help with the kids. But here is the twist. Assumptions can often be miles off the mark. They're like trying to read a book in the dark. What do you need? You need a torch or a flashlight, depending on where you are in the world. And that torch, it comes in the form of asking questions and actually listening to answers. So let's break this down. Key communication skill number one, active listening. Think about it for a minute. How often do you actually listen with the intention to understand versus just preparing, just getting ready for that next comeback or that next defensive play? I want you to take a moment right now and think about the last conversation that you had with your partner. Were you you fully present? Were Were you making eye contact and genuinely interested and Genuinely interested in what they were saying and genuinely interested in understanding the perspective. Or were you already like formulating and coming up with your response before they had even finished speaking? Active listening is about tuning in, not just with our ears, but with our whole being. Here's how you can level up your active listening game. I've got a couple of things to share with you. So number one is eye contact. Make eye contact. It's like saying I'm here with you, without uttering any word at all. It shows you're fully engaging and you're fully present. Body language: lean in, slightly nod your head. These are universal, like universal signs of like, go on, I'm ready, I'm listening. Paraphrase. Be careful with this one. So try paraphrasing what your partner just said. For instance, so um, what are you, what your feeling is. It's a way of showing you're not just listening, but also processing and understanding. Just be really careful with this one. Don't just repeat back to them what they're saying. Always start it off with, so what your feeling is. Ask questions and not just any questions. Ask open-ended ones that encourage more more, more and more yeses rather than noes. It shows that you're interested in finding that deeper level of of connection. Probably one of the biggies, eliminate distractions. So please put down that phone, turn off the TV, create a space where you truly can listen without, without any negotiation with um, your time, your attention. So eliminate any distractions. Active listening isn't just about hearing the words, it's about understanding the emotion and the intention behind them. It's about recognizing the unspoken, reading in between the lines and connecting on a deeper level. When you actively listen, you're not just hearing a story, you're becoming part of it. I'll say that again because I think it's probably one of the most powerful things from this, especially this active listening section. When you actively listen, you're not just hearing a story, you're becoming a part of it. A client I had a while back who felt like he couldn't catch a break. He was doing some of this stuff and he felt he couldn't couldn't catch a break. He said he was implementing all the things that we we were working on and things just kept escalating in one way or another. And I asked him just to kind of break down exactly like where he was sat, how he was sat, um, and just to run through the scenario so I could see it from his point of view. And he said he was essentially sat on the couch I said, cool, so were you sat side by side or were you facing each other? He said, nah, she was cleaning up in the kitchen and I was sat facing the TV and I was actually scrolling on my phone. <laughs> so guys, remember, mastering nonverbal communication isn't about grand gestures. It's the little things that show you're present and you're together and that you care. Key communication skill number two, expressing needs clearly. This is where a lot of us stumble. We either expect our partners to be some kind of mind readers or we're afraid of being upfront about what what we really want. But here's the deal, clarity is kindness. When you're clear about your needs, you're giving your relationship the respect and the honesty it deserves. It prevents misunderstandings. Have you ever been frustrated because your partner didn't pick up on what you put down and you essentially just thought it was obvious we've all been there being clear about your needs cuts through all that noise it builds trust honesty is the foundation of trust when you're open about your needs invite your partner to do the same thing this mutual um this mutual thing strengthens your bond so being honest and being open it mutually, it strengthens your bond together. It encourages compromise. So clear, clear expression of needs of your needs sets the stage for finding middle ground. It's not about winning. It's about understanding each other and working towards a solution that respects both parties. And it helps you grow. Being clear about what you need can lead to a personal breakthrough. It can lead to relationship growth. It's an opportunity to learn more about each other and how you can support one another. Now, expressing your needs doesn't mean making demands. And this is, this is really key. It's about saying, hey, this is important to me and I'd love for us to find a way to make it work together. It's about being honest, but also being open really key to discussing compromise it's not making demands for example if quality time is crucial for you rather than saying you rather than pointing the finger and saying you never spend time with me try something like i feel loved when i feel loved and connected when we spend quality time together can we have a look at our schedules over the next week or so and set some time aside each week just for us Did you pick up on the framing? It's about framing your needs in a way that invites cooperation, not conflict. Remember, expressing your needs is not selfish. It's necessary for a healthy, fulfilling relationship. So take the time to do this, take the leap, be clear, and watch how it transforms your connection. Last but not least, key communication skill number three, conflict resolution. Here we are, diving into the hot topic of conflict resolution. This is where the rubber meets the road um, in communication. Disagreements are part and parcel of any relationship, but it's how we handle them that defines our journey together. Here's how you can approach disagreements constructively in five simple steps. Number one, stay calm. Easier said than done, right? But the moment that you let your emotions take the driver's seat, you are likely, and more than likely, to crash and burn. Take a breath, or even a break, if you need to. Um, maybe if you need to go outside, or just have a moment. The goal is, and um, the goal is to keep, keep the conversation from boiling over. Step one. Step two. Focus. This is key. Little golden nugget for you. Step number two. Focus on the issue, not the person. It's about avoiding um, personal attacks. So this is like, if if there's one thing you can take from today's show, so focus on the issue, not the person. It's about the situation at hand, not about who's right or wrong. Avoid personal attacks or bringing past conflicts or past grievances into it. Keep it relevant and fair. So focus on the issue, not the person. Number three, step three, listen and really listen. Sometimes in the heat of the moment, um, we're so focused on getting our point across that we forget to listen. Understanding your partner's perspective can change the whole dynamic of that conflict. Number four, find common ground. Look for solutions that, that benefit you and them. Benefit both parties. It's not about winning the argument. It's about resolving the issue in a way that strengthens your relationship. And another little golden nugget from this, step number five, use I statements. Express how you feel and express how you feel without pointing the finger. So saying I feel upset when is a lot less confrontational and more about expressing your feelings than saying something like you always make me feel let me pull back the curtain on a scenario um with myself and what um <laughs> i was gonna say Wadi. maddie and uh, my wife <laughs> we had a disagreement about how we were managing our time it's a classic right Initially, it was all accusations and defensiveness. But then we hit the pause button, we took a step back, and we applied those five simple principles. We acknowledged our emotions without letting um, them dictate the whole conversation. We focused on the actual issue, and importantly, we listened to each other's perspective. We found the root cause, we found the root cause of the conflict, and it wasn't about time management at all. It was about needing more quality time together. So seeing the bigger picture helped us move from pointing the finger to finding a solution that works for both of us. We started scheduling, started scheduling regular and almost weekly date nights, which became something that we both look forward to. And the key takeaway here is navigating disagreements constructively strengthens your relationship, turning potential battle- battlegrounds into opportunities for growth and deeper understanding. Remember, it's not about avoiding conflict, but about facing it together in a way that brings you closer. To effectively communicate, we must realize that we are all different in one way or another, and we're all different in the way we perceive the world. And use, um, use these understandings as a guide for our communication with others. If you love today's show, let me know. Even better, share it with me and maybe share it on Instagram and tag me in it at Rich James Jackson. That way we can reach more people and have a bigger impact. Thanks for joining me, legends. Reach out to me on possibly Facebook if you'd like to discuss anything from today's show in more detail. I'm here for you. Remember, fuck small talk. See you in the next show. Signing out.